All right. Ooh. Kevin Smith joins us. Hi, Kevin. Hey, man, do I get that? Is that the Batman music that I get? <laughs> what? That's your music, man. That's oh, your. That's... You just made my morning. I'm like, if, that, if they could just play that every time I entered someplace, that'd be right. amazing. Oh, Are other places oh, not could. doing their jobs? I mean, that is the theme that's, song that's, for comic book, man. Well, no, it's basic. Hang, hang on, man. Let me hit you with some of that again. Rock me. Dude, my nipples are so hard. <laughs> the notion, and, and it's not like I'm asking for, like, give me the Chris Nolan theme. Like, this is the old one. Nobody cares about this anymore. Right. Give it to me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How is everybody this morning? Good, We're great. Man. Very well. Thanks for asking, man. Did everybody see that video of the first seal and the penguin? Yes. yes. Well, <laughs> yes I, mean, I, I know it's ray I know it's radio, so we, you know, we'll just have to do it justice lightly. Sure. But heavens. If you haven't seen it yet, rush to your computer. <laughs> yeah. It'll now it, change the way you think about everything. You me, will suddenly appreciate your life so much more because you're like, you know what? No matter how bad I got it, I'm not that penguin. <laughs> it's so true. It oh. is true. That seal is the Bill Cosby of nature. Holy is that what people are talking about? <laughs> I <days>? guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you probably didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 let me pop up a news page. Holy <laughs> crap, when, when did this happen? <laughs> did you notice that his wife has the same haircut as him in that press conference video that they're yeah. showing? Yeah. yeah well, you say we get matching haircuts. And that might be the fifth most awkward thing about the... Yeah. It's a very, uh, you know, it's a horrible thing, of course, for everybody involved. But, uh, you know, I'm nowhere near the thing whatsoever. But I... Bill Cosby was a linchpin for me and my father. Yeah. He'd bring home Bill Cosby albums from work and be like, listen yeah. to this. Yeah. So he encouraged my interest in comedy. And, you know, I know he was very famous for, like, uh, not cursing and whatnot. And I also did find that in, in insanely talented when I was a kid. Like, wow. Even as an adult, I'm like, no question. I can get through a whole side of a record without busting one curse. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's kind of like, it, that's, you know, it, I, I'm... I'm untouched by this situation personally, uh, of course, but on a weirdly personal level, it's also like, well, my dad's dead 10 years. I'm like, there goes that thing that I shared. Yeah, with you know, oh, I mean, totally. there, it's yeah. that whole, and oh, yeah. I think a lot of people are, are thinking that same thing, that if this, if this is true, and we do need to say that, the, the sinister side of this is, is absurd, and the number of people that keep coming out of the woodwork, this is a... This Even is a, more sad, though, is like, you got somebody for 30 years, how frustrating must it be? You're telling people, like, this happened, this happened, like, you're out of your mind. Or yeah. you're too scared to tell people because dude's so famous, nobody's going to believe you. Like, none of yeah. it is, is good. All of it is horrible. Yeah, we just, we just, we were I talking saw a about... Tweet that, I saw a tweet that summed it up the other day. It said, 2014, uh, Bill, Co Bill Cosby is an alleged uh, rapist. And Charles Manson's getting married. So <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. much defines yeah. the year that was. What a year! A year. <laughs> yes, uh, Kevin Smith joins us, of course, writer and director and executive producer of Comic Book Men Sundays yeah. at midnight Eastern on AMC. Some great cameos this coming season from 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 big celebrities. Man, we got uh, we got lucky, man. I think we figured out season four, so we figured out what the show is. It's it's a real. Um, uh, like nostalgia machine, like it's only half an hour long, but what you're doing is showing people, look at this toy, look at this comic, look at this thing, remember this actor? They were all part of your youth. Don't you feel old? You know, and, and so the, show, <laughs> the show appeals on that level. And like what I love about it is after the show, 
day or two later, you see a lot of people on Twitter or Facebook going like, I just walked into a comic book store for the first time in 10 years, 20 years, because I saw something on the show. just reminds them of stuff that made them feel good. And, you know, the, the, the show is made up of, like, my friends, people right. that I've known for my whole life. So for me personally, I get to turn it on. I'm like, oh, my God, there's Walter Flanagan, man. He's famous. So <laughs> I, I enjoy it on that level. The dudes are very, very funny. But really, it's a nostalgia machine. So, like, when you have people like Ernie Hudson coming through the door, or when you have people like uh, DMC coming on, or, yeah. you know, Adam West, like, it, wow. it, there are people watching the show are like, oh, man, it's like going to a Comic-Con. It's like, hey, there's the people you can see signing stuff at Comic-Con. Yeah, They're right there in comic book, man. Dude, that is awesome. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the most expensive comic you have in your collection? Just curious. I'm not the guy that, that buys a bunch. Like, I went to Brett Ratner's once for a party. He's a director. And he's like, come here. And he pulled me into his room. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to, what is he going to do to me? He's a big director. He really loves Bill Cosby. I mean, I'm big in size, but, like, I got to listen to him. He's an A-list director. And he brings me in his room, and he shows me a copy of Action Comics Number 1, which is one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive comics in the world. And he had it, you know, framed, and uh, he said, sometimes I take it out and I just read it. And I was like, that's amazing. Uh, But for me, I I wouldn't go that route just because you can buy an entire comic book store for the price of Action Comics, number one. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And the joy of reading that, you only flip through it once in a while. How many are there? Because you don't want it to be, you know, ruined. So for me, I I don't have one expensive uh, book. Like, I've got this Dark Knight hardcover and this Watchmen hardcover that DC put out years ago that are up in value because they're so incredibly scarce, but I never uh, uh-huh. went for like a golden age or silver age book. Okay, gotcha. Hey, I have to, uh, I have to tell you something. And uh, I almost, this happened, and I almost wrote you, but I thought, no, he's, he, he might pass it up, and I know I might have a chance to talk to him one day, and it's, you almost, you almost killed me. When? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what happened. Now, I was listening to Smodcast, and there were like three or four days that were each the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm oh, not kidding when sweet. I say that. You're too sweet. No, no. This podcast is my pet passion. Dude, this is so incredibly true. It was the string when you were playing tapes of yourself that you had recorded uh-huh. while like riding your bike around, you know, your yeah. neighborhood. And you were making fun of it. And I would laugh in my car and I would take it into my house and I would laugh more. And that year I was swimming a lot, like lap swimming. And my mom bought me an underwater iPod for my birthday. (laughs) And I was listening to it in the pool. And in the middle of the pool, I started laughing out loud and I started taking water into my lungs. Oh my God. And I had to quickly, (laughs) I had to quickly get to the side to puke it all up. That's a true story, man. Holy crap. Well, number one, the first thing we learn is you're a spitter. Number two, the next thing we learn. That that episode of Smodcast, that was the emo Kev stuff. These these tapes that like I found where when I was younger... I was on a bike riding through my town, and I was uh, just throwing my thoughts into this tape recorder. And we called it, Mosier called it on the show, Doppling, because he was like, you're like Lloyd Doppler. He used to drive around with a tape recorder and say anything. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm Doppling. <laughs> and when, when we put it on the show, like, I play it. And it's, you know, it's the thoughts of a kid, man. They're just, right. like, so random. Yeah. It's like, you know, a, a very, very, it's, if you've read the 
Willow Smith and Jaden Smith interview. Yes, how about that? It's very much of the lines of that, of like (laughs) deep thoughts that you should never share with anybody. You know, like (laughs) if you spit in the ocean, you are one with it. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) So on the on the podcast, like we play it and then we'll stop it and just like make fun of it. It was pretty rude. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh, it's such a fun time. I'm so glad you like this. Smodcast is like my favorite thing on the planet, more so than making movies. I no love kidding. doing the podcast, particularly that show. I mean, that show did lead to a movie, like Tusk came from Smodcast. Right. But but it's, scrape everything away. If somebody had a gun in my head, to pick one thing, it would be the podcast, particularly Smodcast, over and over again. It makes me laugh so hard. Kevin, Kevin Smith is with us. The fourth season of AMC's unscripted series, Comic Book Men, continues Sundays at midnight on AMC. Is there a project that, you know, you've, you've been able to do a lot of passion projects. Is there something that's that's deep on the list that you've always wanted to do that, that you still need to scratch? Yeah, there's this uh, hockey, it was, it was a movie, now it's a miniseries uh, that I've been trying to do for a while called Hit Somebody. And it looks like we finally lined it up for, for fall of next year, which is really exciting. Um, it's seven episodes and it takes place from like 1915 and 1980 set against the backdrop of hockey but really it's just kind of like a, a story of, uh, of, uh, of a person's life from cradle to grave a uh, little, little magnum opus action uh, and I've been dying to make it for a while uh, it's been difficult but Tusk opened up the doors oddly enough that stupid movie about a guy who turns a guy into a walrus <laughs> like opened up the doors man suddenly I, you know I, was, I found the money for Clerks 3, which we start in June, uh, suddenly it led to Hit Somebody. It led to us doing this spinoff of Tusk called Yoga Hosers, which we're in the middle of right now. Um, and then after that, I, it, uh, there's a movie called Moose Jaws, which is just Jaws with a moose, and it's green like that. <laughs> it is crazy making that one movie, man. That's why, you know, some people are like, that movie's stupid. I'm like, yeah, I know, but you don't seem to understand the point. Like, it's well-made stupid, but number one. <laughs> right. Number two, sometimes people just, you know, want to see it happen. Like, it doesn't right. have to light the box office on fire. Some people are just like, well, that's weird. What do you got next? Yeah. You know, and so suddenly, boom, all of a sudden you're back. You know, I was out of movies for like three years, and suddenly I'm back into it. So Hit Somebody, I think, would be the, the one that I've been waiting to do for a long time, and it looks like we'll finally be able to do it. It's re- that is weird. I remember when Tusk was first in theaters and everything. Everybody, there were people who took it way too seriously. Like, well, this isn't going to win an Oscar. Yeah, uh, there, were, there were a bunch of cats that were just like, "Are you serious? This is ridiculous." And I'm like, "Well, of course it is." It's yeah. talking about a guy who turns a guy into a walrus. And I always felt like the beauty of that film for me as a filmmaker was it could I could go either way with any reaction to it. If somebody came up to me and was like. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I'd be like, isn't it? And if somebody came up to me and was like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, I'd be like, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. It can really yeah. go both ways, man. So, you know, for me, I, I was I was delighted. To, I, mean, I had tweets from people when they saw it, like, going, I'm alone in a movie theater at 9 o'clock on a Friday night. Is this part of the experience? <laughs> I was like, I guess it is for now. Yeah, well, now, yes. yeah. But uh, it, the nice thing about, you know, any movie is, like, you get the rest of its life as a home video. Yeah. I've never been a, thr- a strong shower and a theatrical. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> so I'm, when it comes to theatrical box office, I've never made a mark there. But, like, it's afterwards. That's where you get to live forever. That's where people discover you. I found I saw a tweet this morning of somebody being like, I just watched Clerks. How did I ever see this before? Oh, no and kidding. the dude was wow, in his 50s. I'm like, oh. how does that happen? 
Boy, so, yeah, you know, he was you're always finding people are always discovering your stuff. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, it's, it's, as an artist, that's kind of cool. You're never quite done. Even 20 years in, somebody's going, oh, I just watched this weird black and white movie for the first time. Right. And then for them, the journey begins again. Or for you, it begins again. For them, the journey begins. We're like, well, let me see the other movies yeah. that Dork has made. Yeah. Kevin, Smith is, Kevin Smith is with us. You're notorious for these question and answer sessions you do from time to time, including uh, like at Comic-Cons and stuff like that, But and the one that went seven and a half hours or something like that. But what yeah. what is the, So you face a lot of questions, probably a lot of the same questions, but what are some? Uh, what is the oddest question? If you can think of one, or one that stood out as like, what, what, what are you doing when the person's asking? <laughs> the weirdest question I ever got, hands down, um, but it was also kind of like, wow, that's awesome. Was uh, where was I? I was at. Uh, I was in England. You could actually see it on. I think it's the second DVD, "An Evening with Kevin Smith." Two evening harder. Uh-huh. Where I was in. I did a show in Canada and one in London. One in Toronto, one in London. And in the London show, um, a dude stood up and asked a question, and he said, "If you were uh, half man." Half sausage. <laughs> which which end would be sausage and why? And, you know, right away I was like, "Wow, Martin Scorsese never gets questions like this." <laughs> no. um, but I'd love so to I see said, it. I, I said, uh, "Sausage." I would be uh, man top, sausage bottom. And he said, "Why?" I was like, "Because I could finally be well hung." And that uh, seemed to kind of put it. <laughs> yes, yeah. you go. That's why you're the darling. <laughs> it was, uh, but that's 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 where you're, you're listening to a question. You're like, dude, that's more imaginative than any of the movies I made that made you come here and ask that question. <laughs> Do you think he sat down, going, "I was really hoping he'd ask me to see the screenplay I had written." <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at this. Because if you didn't know, I sure do in 120 pages of three acts. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Check it out. AMC's unscripted series, Comic Book Men. Also follow Kevin at that Kevin Smith on Twitter. Kevin, thanks a bunch, man. Continued success. Pleasure, guys. You as well. Appreciate it. Peace. Bye-bye. It's so great. Stephen Merchant is a great example of that this week. Joe Rogan, a great example of this week. People who come on and they know that part of what's going on is they get a chance to sell themselves and tell stories. Yeah. Don't forget about that cake. Joe Perry interview that we did. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, what, when was that, eight yeah. or nine months ago? Yeah, very, very strong. Yeah, really has stuck with us. I honestly cannot remember if that was last week or this week. It was this week. I actually have the same problem <laughs> just now. Yeah.